Welcome to my podcast. This is Clementine, and I'll be reading pieces from my blog, Bliss and Drumming, where I write about the intersection of contemplative practice and a music career. Please enjoy! Good morning, it's Clementine. It's early in the morning, so things are still a little disheveled here. <laughs> uh, but I wrote a blog piece, and it's been a long time since I uh, got around to doing that. I've been working on some other things that I'm really happy about, but um, but I do love, love my blog, Bliss and Drumming, and so it's time to start participating in it again. Today it is February 11th, 2022. And the piece I'm going to read today is called About Time for Thanks. A realization lately, I have been asking a lot. Throughout my life, even in times I wasn't sure there was anything I was speaking with, I have spoken to Source. I sent wishes for someone's healing or blew out a candle or prayed. Whatever we call those moments when we speak to something larger outside of ourselves. It has occurred to me that in these moments, I have always been asking. Asking for friends and family to be well or to recover. Asking for my finances to straighten out. Asking for whatever is coming next to arrive in the way I would most like. May the frightening thing in the news not come to pass. May those people find relief from suffering. May the show be successful or the friend find her way or the family be safe and happy. We map out how we want it all to look and we have a picture of the outcome we would most desire. We create this picture based on the past, and often it is through fear we speak. Fear of not having enough, fear of it not working out in the way we vision, fear of pain or sorrow, fear of change. I think I'm supposed to know what the future is to look like, so I ask and ask and ask. In the past year, I've been shifting to a different kind of prayer, a different type of conversation with the great unknown. I've been working with a mantra meditation and the words I focus on praise and think. After doing this for several months, I suddenly found myself unreasonably happy. Something changed in my moments and my moments have changed. I see that my prayers have been so one-directed now the energy is moving in another way. I've been given so much in this life. To many, it would seem pretty limited. Never owned a house, scraping along hand to mouth through work that pays very little. Little small bits of success, tiny hovel of an apartment. To many other people, I live like a queen. But beyond things, there is so much given. Absorbing work I love, family supportive, friends numerous, husband a true partner, 
interests galore and ability to find those interests. Health, travel, stories. Once I start thinking, I cannot stop. I could go on and on. Thankful for the rattly refrigerator keeping my food cold, for electricity, for water that comes out of the tap and for its heat, for the sky and for birds and the change of seasons that frames my life in interesting ways, for the ocean and the sound that meets me when I wake, foghorns and barking sea lions, for people I meet in my day, in the grocery, in the laundromat, on the sidewalks, who go about their business as if everything were okay, as if life is here and we're going to meet it with a smile. I'm not immune to the great suffering that rises in waves through humanity and is sure to meet me as well one of these days. It is inevitable that things I want to happen will not happen or that shocking, terrible things will rise. There must be a way to meet difficulty, not as if I'm being attacked or put upon, but as if this too is the natural flow, the natural rhythm of a life, valleys and peaks, carried by the current as the river takes me over crests and into canyons and back out. A great log ride through life, Maybe the gratitude that I'm here at all is the current, and realizing this allows me to enjoy the ride. For all that I'm gifted, may I see then the ways I am cared for. Some of the saddest folks I know seem unable to recognize their allies, distrusting those that are there in support. We see again and again people who have become so distrustful that they forget most people just want happiness for themselves and others. Anger and distrust allowed to amplify strengthens feelings of having been deceived, having been forgotten and unloved, and soon we begin to mirror that which we believe wishes harm. This cycle seems to be at a fever pitch these days, and in every hostile, angry being encountered, this deep suffering is palpable. I want to make sure I appreciate all the ways I'm supported and taught. I want to make sure I don't let my lens of fear cut off the care that is all around me and the abundance I question whether all this gratitude I feel is not just a sneaky way to ask for more. The way around this is to find where I feel myself lacking, where I feel fear. This shows me where I feel unworthy of all I've been given and the belief that there is still not enough. Can I feel myself worthy of love? I recognize all the parts of me I would say are not worthy. My laziness in a weekend of lying about, my grumpiness at night, my cruel thoughts about another, my fear of what is to come, my damn right foot that stumbles in the bottom triplet. All the ways I resist knowing that my life is just an experience of the all remembering to remember itself. 
One thing I have been deeply grateful for in my days has been a series of lectures by Alan Watts, and I have fallen in love with this philosopher, embarrassed that I have taken so long to arrive to him. His voice has been in my ear as I move through my days. This is a quote from one of the lectures. What is the self that I love? What is this thing that I'm so interested in advancing and in protecting? And you look very closely into what you feel when you think you feel yourself. You know what you find out? That yourself is everything that you thought was someone else or something else. You have no knowledge of yourself, you see, except in relation to others. Self and other are as inseparable as back and front. There is no knowledge of self without the knowledge of otherness. There is no knowledge of the voluntary without the knowledge of the involuntary, of can without can't. So they go together. I examine my actions through a lens that Alan Watts has opened. I explore the dualities in which I catch myself. I look for the shadow strengthened by the light of my actions. Does my meditation practice embed the belief that knowing the self takes time or that I somehow need to work in order to know the moment? Am I just postponing real understanding each time I sit? Is there something here to be fixed? Does my gratitude just cry out from a deep ache of what is lacking? Do I love to receive love? Do I love to hold on to what's here that suits me? Do I love only to strengthen the illusion that this unlovable being is not so bad? Can I escape the pattern of misery that stops me being able to trust? Or can I love for loving? Can I love without need? Can I love as if nothing is lacking and there is more than enough? The ways we are gifted are so numerous that thinking drowns out all fear that we are unworthy. I look around the room at all the items here. Old yellow kitchen table that brightens the whole space with sunshine. Record albums curated by a man who shows me a world of music so vast it seems each person may have a song to sing and has pressed it into vinyl. Ah, the books and the funny rising panic that comes on when I think of all there is to read and all there is left to read. The little pieces of interest from our travels, so many places, so many people that the room feels cluttered and magical with the voices of those who have met us along the way. I'm grateful for the hands that have crafted these little things, musical instruments and dandelions and acrylic cubes, animal skulls and a mechanical monkey toy. Victrola and plants and a salt lamp, family photographs and lights from Turkey and yard sales, artwork from friends and yellow tulips on the yellow table, standing at attention in the morning darkness. There is the foghorn. 
There is the sound of stillness outside the one-paned window that allows the sea chill into the room that two blankets abate. When I fall into my heart, there is a gratitude that does not echo a fear of losing what is here. I look around me and see only abundance. I need nothing more than what is here. I am just gratitude, remembering itself in one more gift of breath. Thank you so much for listening. This is Clementine, and you can read this piece at blissanddrumming.com. To support this podcast or for weekly or personalized guided meditations and other goodies like drum lessons, please visit patreon.com backslash clem the great. Thank you so much and lots of love.